Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. How can I change it up, Sierra? This topic literally comes up so often that I put together five little, easy, simple ways to change up your sex routine and bring some spice back into your life. So if you are ready for the tea, sometimes it literally just takes a simple idea, someone saying something, you know, a smell, a memory, anything to just spark her creative side. So hearing how someone else's brain works can be hearing how someone else's brain works can be so helpful in creating your own desires and cultivating what you actually want. If you think of something from what I say on this episode, then write it down, put it in the notes on your phone and come back to it later to try or to talk about with your partner, because sometimes it just takes hearing that right thing at the right moment at the right time. I'm going to drop you five really simple ways that you can add in to just change up your routine. Pick one, start from there. Don't feel like you have to try everything to my overachievers, my perfectionists, calm down. Remember, this is your sex life. This is the area that you're supposed to have fun in. All right. So number one, use a new toy or try a new lube out. Trying something new is always exciting, but have a conversation with your partner about something that maybe they've, maybe they've asked you to do something in the bedroom that you know indicates they're interested in something very specific have that conversation. You know, maybe it's a penis ring, maybe it's a warming lube, or maybe even an anal plug. Using a new toy or lube can be so much fun and especially doing it together. And if you're a little intimidated on using it together, then I always say when you get something new, try it solo first. You'll get a little bit more comfortable with it. You'll kind of figure out the ends and the outs. You might find out something that you do like, something that you don't like, but it's definitely going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable. And when you're a little bit more comfortable, you're going to feel more confident. Make sure and include both partners' needs on this, though. Like, have one partner pick out one new thing to try and one partner pick out another new thing to try. So, really, you could do hand-in-hand on this. Like, maybe you're going out for date night. Have one partner pick out the toy. Have the other partner pick out, like, a lube or something tasty. Or have, like, one partner one night do, like, a, a little bit more if you want to do it extra, because Sierra always likes to make things extra. So on the extra level, I say plan a cock night or pussy worship session so that each person gets their hand in their pleasure. One night dedicated strictly to the vulva owner, and then one night dedicated strictly to the penis owner. They decide what goes down. They decide what they want to try so that everyone gets their own turn. It's so much fun. If you've never planned that or planned a sex magic ritual, let me just say I'll definitely probably sprinkle some of that and sprinkle some of that in an episode coming up soon. Number two, go somewhere new and have car sex. For a lot of people, this can be a huge turn on, especially my exhibitionist. 
which I am talking about coming up in an episode. If you have frequent car sex, then I'm going to up it, make it extra, and do it in lingerie next time. Do it in something really sexy. Switching up your environment, though, brings a lot of sass back. And doing it somewhere you don't normally do. So even if it's not in the car, and if you're not as an exhibitionist as others, and if you don't know what exhibitionist means, it just means that you like to be watched. You're okay with having the curtains open a little bit because if someone drives by to see, you like it a little bit and that's okay. It's such a fun kink. So even if you are like, I cannot go out in public or I can't do it in my car, switch it up. Do it in a different room in your house or maybe outside. If there's an outside area, you can do it. It doesn't have to be in their car. That's just a huge fantasy for a lot of people. Tons of different areas. I I recently did a poll on my Instagram and in my Facebook group, and the answers were literally <laughs> did not disappoint. I asked people, what is the wildest places you have ever had sex? And so some of these answers were, if you want to read them, uh, they're up on my Instagram stories, but um, lots of fun places. You can get some new ideas if you're looking for a place to switch it up. Wearing sexy lingerie or a sexy outfit the entire time, though, like, don't take it off. Like, I know a lot of the time we like to just take it all off. Wear it the entire time. Like, stay in that. Really embody it. Really feel it. And I'm talking, like, just a pull to the side action. Like, you can make that work. It's even hotter when you pull to the side. Number three, quick way to change it up. Sexed during a time you normally don't. Sexing can be super exhilarating and especially for your psych kinkers, but also for just anyone wanting to build that foreplay anticipation. I actually just learned uh, here recently that you actually have more dopamine released in the anticipation of something versus at the actual event. So like they'll actually have more dopamine released before they go and gamble than actually when they're gambling. So that's so crazy to think because that means we're going to have more dopamine releases during foreplay and building that anticipation sometimes than during the sex act itself. So think about if you are skipping foreplay or you're skipping that anticipation building up to sex and you're just in that married life where it's like coming home and it's like, oh, hey, it's nine o'clock. You know, the kids are finally to bed and you finally just touch me for the first time in six hours. Oh, now you want to have sex? Yeah, I'm so turned on. No, because you're not having that anticipation that build out that climax. That's the entire point of sex. And we like to just chuck it to the last on the list and then wonder why it's shitty and why that we are struggling with it. Well, you haven't prioritized it. And if you want your sex to be good, you should prioritize it. You should kick it up a few notches on the priority list. So building that anticipation, sexting though in particular leaves so much more room for the imagination to take over and really just can create that intoxicating build. So Number one thing, though, with sexting, make sure you discuss consent beforehand because some partners might feel uncomfortable sharing a nude or a sexy picture. If that's even a thing, you know, sexting can be no picture sharing at all. Some partners, though, can also feel very insecure about dirty talk. So it's important to really discuss consent beforehand. And if you're really nervous about your dirty talk, like you just don't feel like you have that skill, you can definitely just try to do with what feels natural, but also like look up scripts. You can go and look up scripts and different things that might sound like something that would come from you. I definitely don't think you should ever try and force it. As far as forcing things that don't align with you, like if you're talking about, you know, if you're dirty talking about putting it in your a-hole, 
but you cannot stand anal and you do not do anal, then I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't dirty talk about it, you know, like, so finding things that really align with what you want and your desires, that's important about dirty talk. And I definitely feel like we'll talk about dirty talk much, much more in the future. It is one of my favorite things to talk about. Be on the lookout for my best job ever guide coming out. It's a free guide. It's literally going to teach you how to get the best oral sex of your life every single time. Um, it's going to be free to everyone. All you'll have to do is just go grab it from my site. It's a PDF document, so you can just download it, print it out, save it to your phone, whatever. But it's going to be yours to keep because it's going to teach you how to give the best mind-blowing oral sex. I will have some sexing scripts in there, but do what feels right for you. But doing something just out of the normal and general. You know, it doesn't even have to be sexting, but sexting is just fun way to like build that anticipation. And also because we're super busy and a lot of the time in the household, all partners are working and have separate lifestyles. So this can be a great way to really stay connected. And like lucky for us, we have technology where we can reach people at any point in time that we want. Use this to our advantage, not our disadvantage. All right, number four, it's about to get spicier. Role play out a fantasy together. Ready to change it up, guys? You want to change it up. You want to make it spicier, right? Okay, so you remember in the movie Deadpool where they meet in public and they pretend like they've never seen each other before and they, like, are starting to talk and then, like, they start to downplay, like, oh, which relationship and which childhood was worse and then they end up, like, going back to their apartment and it shows that they're actually in a relationship together. So for my more extreme fantasies, role-playing in public can be a possibly a huge new kink for you. I'm just going to say, especially when you add in a little remote-controlled toy from my site. <laughs> role-playing in public has endless possibilities, but if you've never done this, like met your partner at a place and just naturally pretended like you didn't know each other or really get into a character, you know, maybe you have a kink. Maybe there's like an ideal kink, like the girl next door, or I want to see like the MILF, like whatever that looks like, talk it out with your partner, go extra, get costumes or different personalities. You know, if you want to take this to the full extent, the extra, you know, I'm going to give you the extra, then really go all out. You know, this is actually a great opportunity to explore your sexuality and what makes you feel sexy. You know, we always say like, that's sexy or this is sexy, but really Everyone has their own version of sexy. And if I asked one person, you know, what's your idea of sexy in a relationship? They could say when my partner takes out the trash and I could ask someone else and they could say when my partner comes up and kisses my neck and grabs my boob and grabs my ass. Everyone's version of sexy is different. And when you role play, when you create fantasies together, this really gives you a chance and each partner a chance to really explore their fantasies, their desires. You can dress up and pretend whoever the fuck you want to be so you can't fuck it up, even if it's a dinosaur. So I actually had a client who um, did like literally they role played out dinosaurs right before they had sex. <laughs> and it's actually this is definitely more primal sex. So this is a category that a lot of people don't know about, but I've actually heard quite a lot of people who do this. And primal sex is just very like animalistic, like maybe making lots of noise maybe even just like having sex like animals, very rough, fast, but like 
even role-playing out as a dinosaur. <laughs> Anything is fucking possible. Any kink is out there. <laughs> if you have thought about it and then shamed yourself for being weird, I trust me, someone else has the same fantasy out there. All right, so our fifth and final way to change it up, spice it up, coming at you from Sierra, is new positions. And I like to say clit or G-spot friendly positions. So the key, though, is really finding whatever works for you and your partner. And if you're having trouble deciding whether you like something, I always give it the two to three rule before you decide it's not for you. You know, I'm going to give it a solid two or three tries before I decide it's not for me. That's my role with everything, with food, like sex, positions, anything. I'm going to give it a few tries because the first time I might not have known what I was doing right. The second time I might have figured something else out. And then the third time it's like, you know what? I've been trying this for a while. I think it's time to put this to rest for a bit. And maybe I'll, I'll try it again in a few months or whenever I feel the time is right. Don't be afraid to kick shit to the side that doesn't work for you. I don't care if your best friend said it was the best shit ever for her. It had to work for her. Like it must work for you. That's not true. Although our bestie might have some great ideas for us. You cannot expect everything for one person to work exactly the same for you. That's just not how it works. So find what works best for you and your partner. And especially if you have multiple partners with each partner, it's going to be different. Now I'm going to drop just a few of my favorite clit or G-spot friendly positions. So some of these might have different names. I'm not really uh, they might have different names, but I'm going to give you the name and then I'll actually give you a little description so you can kind of picture it. Um, number one, though, this is one of my favorites, is reverse cowgirl. So this is great for G-spot stimulation with simultaneous stimulation to the clitoris or anus. So reverse cowgirl, you're going to have your penis owning partner laying flat prone. So like wiener to the sky. And then you are going to ride him reverse cowgirl. So instead of straddling him, looking at him, you're going to straddle him looking at his feet. So this is great because the curvature of the penis is going to be really G-spot friendly. You're going to have room though, so that you can use like a clitoral toy and maybe even use that vibe up against his testicles at the same time. Cause it's going to be literally right there. And then also if you're into a little booty play, it's going to be prime for your partner because your booty is going to be in his face almost not, not all the way, but prime for that area. So he can sit there and give you a nice booty massage, or maybe he can even pop in a plug or do something else, a finger or whatever. So Reverse cowgirl, great for G-spot stimulation with all of the above. Try blended orgasms in that position. Holla at you, girl, if it happens. Next up would be the electric slide. So this is where your receiving partner lays on their stomach and the giving partner straddles them from behind. So this is, again, very super G-spot friendly. I recommend using like a vibrating penis ring or C-ring or even like the, the vibrating internal vibes for just extra stimulation. Next one is Soul Deep. So this one probably has quite a few different names to it. I don't know. Soul Deep. But it's basically where you're sitting facing each other and your legs are wrapped around each other. So with this one, I like to suggest doing eye gazing. So I like to give eye gazing as our sexy chores during coaching with me because eye gazing is something you can do with a partner that can definitely unlock deeper, more intimate experiences. And it can really allow you to really sit in your body. If you are the one who has a really hard time getting out of your head and getting into sex in the moment with your partner, I want you to try eye gazing with them. So 
three minutes, five minutes. You know, the first time I did this with a partner, I knew they were going to be like, fuck no. So I was like, let's just do three minutes. Like, can you, can we do three minutes? Really was supposed to do five, but I'm like, I know we can do three. And we did three and we got three done. So try doing it a little bit smaller if you're, you know, you're worried about the commitment, but you're going to gaze non-dominant eye to non-dominant eye. So sitting, facing each other, legs wrapped around each other, you can be having intercourse or even if you're not, that's okay too. And then just gazing in your partner's eyes. So the eyes are the windows to the soul. So this can be a very intimate experience. We talk about sex being a sacred energy exchange and these little activities make it just a little bit more of an energy exchange. And if you've ever heard of tantric sex before, this is getting into a little bit of that. Our five ways to change it up, y'all. Five ways to change it up. Number one, use a new toy or lube. Have each partner pick out something different. Number two, go somewhere new and have car sex or just do it somewhere different. Switch it up to a different room in your house, outside, and maybe wear lingerie or a sexy outfit the entire time. Number three, sext during a time you normally don't. So if you're always, if you never talk to each other sexy while you're at work, send a sexy message. You know, wear your sexy undies and snap him from the bathroom. It can be super fun to sext and dirty talk and just build that anticipation. Number four, role play out a fantasy together. Take it really, really extra and do it in public. You can get costumes, do different personalities. This is a great way to explore your sexuality, your desires, and just different kinks that you might have never explored before. And number five, try new positions. I recommend, of course, the clit and G-spot friendly positions, especially if you're having sex with a vola owner. Like, let's make everyone happy. So let me know, were these five tips super helpful? Were they not? I want to know what topics would you want more of? I, a lot of people love having like action steps like this. So like one, two, three, four, five, these are five things I can do right now. So does this help you whenever I break it down like this? Or is there a certain topic that you want me to break down and give you action steps towards? Shoot me a message. I will catch you guys on our next episode. Don't forget, like, follow, send me a message on Instagram at Inspired by Sierra or The Unchained Sex Test. I look forward to hearing from you guys every single time. I always feel like after every single episode drop, I will get at least three to five messages from different followers or fans who just listen to it and are like, here's my feedback, and I absolutely love it. Much for listening to The Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under The Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.